0: Good morning, everyone, from the ill Edwin Elder Library. Um, Today, I am going to be picking up from what I've been reading on the book on... (laughs) Yeah, I'm so used to saying that. Dream shards. Dream shards. Your dreams have shattered. What now? The human mind cannot fully discern the ways of God. Isaiah 55 and 9 far as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts the consideration of god's will for our lives a secular job or divine call of god circumstances also affect the scope and nature of our visions dreams and plans some we have absolutely no control over some things we just cannot change Our DNA, where we were born, how we were raised, such as our religious um, indoctrination, our political and economic views, those taught us in our formative years. Those are who we are, our teachers, our peers. um, Those kind of things really have shaped us and helped us to, um, in our process, um, to help mold us and make us into who we are. And... um, um, you got to learn to be content with the skin you're in. Be happy with your life. Be content. It's only as we mature that we can utilize or understand what we were taught. Determine its authenticity. Then decide for ourselves how we will cast our vision. How wide, how far, and what direction. How does what we have always been taught align with God's word. How does what we have always been taught align with God's word? Does it measure up? Have we been taught the full gospel? We need to check it out. It's our job as an adult to seek it out and study it. To check it out. Why? as Pentecostals, why do the girls wear dresses and not cut their hair? Not wear makeup? Uh, A lot of things. Don't smoke. Don't drink. Don't cuss. Um, And the men... um, both of them keep themselves holy un, un, untainted from the world, and still, and yet, it's not just all of those things I mentioned, it's still the heart, it's still the intense of the, the thoughts and intents of the heart because the outward of the cup can be clean and the inside, desperately wicked. That's why we need God to clean us up from the inside and on the outside as well. We have to align up with His Word. I know recently, and I probably already talked about this. Um, I was just thinking about the Valley of Dry Bones. Um, we had been taught a lot about that, a lot about Ezekiel and how he looked over that that valley and how how the bones started to come together and um, uh, they stood up on their feet. And I, I asked my husband, I said, "Where do those people go?" And he said, "It didn't happen. It was a it was a spiritual vision." I'm like, "What? I'm like what?" I'm like, what? <laughs> I probably read that book many, many times, but I always thought it really happened because we grew up singing that song. The ankle bone connected to the leg bone, the leg bone connected to the knee, the thigh bone, oh, yeah, knee bone. The knee bone connected to the thigh bone, the thigh bone connected to the hip bone, the hip bone connected to the back bone, and so forth. And then, oh, hear ye the word of the Lord. So I always thought, I thought I had it instilled within me that it was an actual event, that it actually happened. And I wanted to know after all these years, where did those people go? Did they say, honey, I'm home? Did they go home? What happened? How long had they been dead in that valley? Was that, was that different generations? Was some of them over a hundred years old and, and be like the Bicentennial man? I didn't know i didn't know, and I found out it was a spiritual thing, but you know what that was a prophecy of what was going to happen in the future, and you know, and it's still prophecy today. Can these bones live? the people that we talk to on the internet every week that we cast out our bread upon the waters? Can it spark life in somebody that might have been dormant can it can it refuel somebody's fire desire to live for God? Can these bones live? are these can their dreams, can their shattered dreams be renewed and their hopes revived? That is what we do this for. That's what this podcast is about and our devotionals. That is what we do and just reaching out, casting our nets upon the waters, knowing that we cast on light and sometimes it don't seem like we caught any fish. But we know that we know that when Jesus walks by and tells us to cast out on the other side, that our nets will be full of fish we know that all things work together for good yes even the dream shards even the shattered dreams even the valley of dry bones all of it maybe we had a dream that was brought on because of a circumstance a natural inclination maybe some of you started your own business or something because maybe your mom and dad had a business and you grew up in it and then you decided when you got to a certain age you wanted to buy out the business or start a similar business of your own I've seen that happen a lot those are dreams a a natural just kind of like you know something you're familiar with and something that you can build on it's good and even in the ministry I've seen that happen numerous times that um the pastor a girl, raise up their children, and their children to go on. The, the the boys many times to be preachers, and the girls many times to marry, uh, to become preachers' wives, to marry marry preachers, and even on occasion, on some occasions, very um, few occasions, but I, even some of the girls even um, become ministers. It, it happens many times, and it's almost like sometimes it's like. Um, like the levitical priesthood how it was passed on in the in the family and it's beautiful that god chooses to call call people um and and then um the ones that had the genuine call of god go on and and do great exploits and then some of them that might just think oh you know we've already got a platform built for us we already got our way made you know we already we don't have to go out and find some other job you know um it's going to just all be right here for us and those were in the Bible days as well. There was um, some of the prophets, and some of um, the priests, the high priests, and stuff like that. Some of their children did not walk in the way. They were committing sins right there in the in the in the uh, in the temple. Right there, they were committed because they thought they had it made. They thought they had their way paved, but they don't. That's why we got to seek out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Make our calling and election sure. Make sure you have that call of God on your life that you, when you're pursuing in the ministry, when you're pursuing, um, reaching out to others. Because even Paul said, lest I preach to others, and I myself become a castaway. You know, it's, it's a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous thing to just rely on your own talents and gifts and your own, um, resources. No, you miss desperately daily before God seek out his will and way let him lead and guide that's that's the phenomenon that's the truly that's what links heaven to earth it causes a definite shift in our thinking when we know that God's not working for us we're working for him you know we're working for him we asked him to call us we said if you can use anything Lord you can use me and so when he uses us and sometimes it might not be to the ways that we like we might feel used brother lee stone king said that in one of his sermons he says sometimes when when you say oh man you're going through the ring or you feel like you've been used but then isn't that what you asked for you said use me lord in whatever ways it, it did not mean that we're going to be um, famous it doesn't mean that we're going to have our easily recognized um, name that when people hear our name, they're immediately going to associate us with something good, something something glorious. No, it doesn't mean that. you know there are more people not mentioned in the Bible they're where they're in the Bible, yes, but it's like um, the um the woman at the well. we don't know her name. Uh, um, Noah's wife, we don't know her name. They were important people. They were important people in the Bible, but it wasn't about their name. They were there to be used of God. They were there um, to serve their, their purposes. I mean, we all have heard the story about the woman at the well. or Many of us have heard the story about the woman at the well. And we know that the whole key thing there is that Jesus had told her, if she knew who he was, that she would ask to drink from the water that he had to drink of because if he drank from that, she'd never thirst again. And we talk about that all the time. It says, feel my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. That is that. That is what it's all about. Being full of Jesus. Um, I was walking through my house today, just walking through my house. Um, and I felt like there was some water on my head. And I felt like something was on my head. And then I'm like, "Thought that be the anointing of God. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't literal oil. You know, when we think about David getting anointed with oil, that was literal oil. They, um, Samuel really did pour oil on his head and it ran down. And um, when the sheep, as a shepherd, the shepherds many times poured oil over the sheep's head to cool down, cool their heads down. And um, that was literal oil. But, you know, even though I just had that feeling, it didn't have to actually be the real thing. I had that thought comes through my life. Lord, just put your anointed oil on me. I want to be anointed. And anointed, anointing comes through our brokenness. Anointing comes through our prayer life. Anointing comes through him picking up the shards of our life and using those shards, taking our broken dreams, our um, shattered visions, all these different pieces of our life and turning them and tweaking them and and showing what he was doing in our life and what, what he can do with it. Maybe it's some of our foolish mistakes, some of our circumstances, could be our DNA, could be our raising, different things like that, things that we just talked about. But some of that all brought us to where we're at this point right now, where we know that we are in desperate need of a savior. We need saving. All of us need saving. Saving from ourselves. Saving from our doubts. Saving from our fears. Saving from sicknesses and illnesses. Family members rising up against one another. Um, hatred in this world. Uh, bickering and complaining and carrying on about in the political realm. Um, uncertainty about tomorrow. This coronavirus. Do we wear a mask? Do we not wear a mask? Do we stay home? Do we not stay home? Do we um, go out and about and um, try to do business as normal? Or do we totally fi- try to find a new way to do things? You know, all these different things that we have to think through. But when you realize that God is still in control, no matter what, no matter what, he's in control and he picks up the pieces of our life. I believe he puts direction. He can take what seems to be a, a negative situation and turn it into a positive because when we're broken, see the Bible even tells us when we when we're broken God loves a broken and a contrite heart He loves a broken spirit He loves when we are humbled and repentant and sensitive to him and that's how we do it we through our trials and tests it, it molds us and makes us we can become bitter or we can become better and when we yield to him and let him pick up the pieces of our lives let him give us new hopes and new visions, then we're going to become better. If we resent things that come against us, if we try to fight off circumstances, if we try to resist and say, I won't do this, I won't do that, when we become set in our ways, and, and, and um, it's, it's contrary to um the things of god now the things of god we've got to stand in our ways the things that god said to do and don't, uh, to do we've got to do and the things he said don't do we can't do because jesus christ is the same yesterday and today and forever those things don't change but the things the other things the things that we bite and gripe about or the dreams and visions that we have of like bigger houses uh, nicer cars uh, a cleaner house and all that stuff um uh, you know those things take time. Those things take working towards those goals, goal setting. Um, me and my uh, prayer partner, we've been talking about setting goals for um, 2021. And I'm sure some of those things might be on there. Lose weight, eat healthier, um, get, get organized. Um, that's always on my list, get organized. Um, but things like that. And But yet, yeah, when it comes down to it, those things are nice. Those things are nice, and if we can do those, it's great. But what we need to do, we could get so focused on getting organized or get so focused on losing weight or we can get so focused on all we eat is healthy that we lose the contact, the whole purpose of our life. Um, because each day, each day that you're, um, you have these assignments and you just do these assignments each day, um, you eat what's put before you and you do it with Thanksgiving you trust in God that he's gonna provide these other things. And if it comes out that you can have a, a, a bigger house, I don't want a bigger house, I just want to do some repairs about around the one I've got. Um, but you know, those kind of things, they don't, it's material things, it's temporary things. It's so much more important to lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven. It's so much more important for us to to be thankful. Uh, they said, it's not, um, I've seen posts about this, and I know that this is true. It's not what you have or what you can a- acquire. It's being thankful for what you already have. Be thankful for what the things you have. That's where the joy comes. The joy comes in the journey. The joy comes in um, the process of God, allowing God to make and mold you. And, and um, being thankful. I talked about that a lot. Being thankful. And and having faith, I've been talking about great faith. And this coming week, I'm gonna be talking about greater faith. Uh, I don't think I I finished my topic this last week because uh, a time I I I put off. I thought I had some time to work on stuff, and I didn't because um, well, you know as well as I do how time can get away from you. So uh, but we just build. We just build on the thought. We work towards the um, greater faith. We work on greater faith. O oh, ye of great faith, Oh, ye of greater faith, greater vision, greater desire. Um, he looks for um, us yielding our all. Like the woman who gave her two mites, her penury, from her penury, she gave from that. And Jesus said that she gave more than those that gave great, great abundance because she gave all she had. And that's what he wants from us. All he wants is you. All he wants is You. Who you are, what you are, and your vessel. He wants to pick up the pieces of your life. So that's what I'm talking about today. When God calls you, nudges you, and inspires you. He puts impressions upon your heart, godly intentions, spiritual impacts on your soul. And that anointing wraps around you. His anointing wraps around you. It becomes a holy thing. We know that God has called us. We have that dream. Sometimes the call may seem blurry and distant, yet we know we have heard God's call. And now we must wait for the confirmation. We walk by faith as we listen for the voice of God. Amen. I'm going to stop right there for today. Um little boy I babysit for, I figured he'd sleep a while. But <laughs> he's coming back awake, so I'm going to go check on him. But anyway, you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Bye-bye.